0: What is happening in the mindset and how can someone have a true deep transformation? Discovering your purpose, Knowing yourself so deeply, knowing
1: who you truly are beyond the mask of society, beyond my age, beyond my race, beyond my work, beyond everything. Mm. Who you are, that is something that only spirituality can give you. Do you experience stress? Before it was always achieving things and chasing things, or we need to do this, we need to do that, and this you
0: experience unworthiness and question if you were good enough as a coach.
1: We will be good enough when we have the partner when we have the Mm. house when we have the money we are thought that we are what we achieve and we need to change that to I am what
0: I am inside my soul. Welcome to my very first podcast episode I can't believe I'm saying that but it's happening and I would like to introduce to you my lovely friend Elena born and raised in Peru she turned her life around after her mother passed away four years ago Elena is a phenomenal and dedicated spiritual and business life coach. She deeply cares about helping people live a fulfilled life. She works on helping people understand themselves and their calling to live their authentic truth. I know how much service to people means to her as we've been traveling the last few weeks together and we have spoken for hours about what she does, the mind, how it works and how people have blocks and how they can work on those. And it really shows how passionate she is about helping people. She takes time and space to really give her heart to people. And for me, that means the world, to meet someone like that. And so it was a no-brainer for me to want to sit down with her and have this conversation so that you can also benefit from all the value that she gives me in my life and so i would like to introduce elena welcome and thank you for being here
1: wow that was so beautiful thank you so much for giving me the space this is a complete honor for me and i'm very happy to be here with you and just share all of these passions that we talk so much and be able to share with more people about it
0: absolutely elena can you tell me a little bit about your childhood and What shaped you into becoming the wonderful, caring woman that you are now, and someone who is traveling the world full time, doing what they love? Wow. I feel if I go to my childhood, it is
1: a very long story, but it was not easy at all. Um, Growing up, seeing the problems of the family. Uh, I grew up in a family that my dad needed to go to America to find a job, and I see every day the instability about money, about having things. And of course, I grew up with a mindset of you need to study. You need to become a very um, powerful woman and you need to have a job and do the right things because right things happen to the people who do good things, right? And it was, I don't know, a conditioning of being the good girl and achieving things for my mom, for my dad, because they were
0: doing many things for the family. And you did achieve a lot. You worked for the top advertising agency in Lima. Yeah. I
1: studied five years in the university and the next year I just, I don't know, I was divine guided also to the right context, to the right people. And I was working there. I actually gained a lot of experience working with the big brands in Peru and yeah, I now recognize that I was doing such a big
0: movement in back in that days and I was doing everything right. So talk me through what happened. Did you just one day quit and leave the country? How was it scary stepping into the unknown? How did you do that transition? Wow, well, it was very hard at the beginning because I what I realized, I can
1: call this like a spiritual awakening, it was that I was feeling empty inside of me, that I was achieving everything that my family told me, society told me, teachers in university, in my school told me. But I was not happy at all. I knew that if I still work in that INC I will be like very good like for the others like wow she works in a very uh, famous agency but I was feeling empty and stressed and my life was full of anxiety of what the client is going to tell if this right is this wrong I always asked myself in back in that days like I am good enough for my job or I am worthy or I truly deserve this success
0: yeah
1: uh, because I was so young uh, I was 23 years old and I already had that
0: name in the advertising world so in a way you had already achieved all the good things that perhaps a good girl should achieve and so you saw that there was a void missing yeah and I was feeling empty
1: and I was looking for something to make me realize what it is true happiness because I back in that days I was concerned about what is tra- happiness. Like it was very difficult for me to truly feel happy. Like, of course you can laugh with your friends or you can be having a good time, but I never felt like, oh wow, I feel so happy or so at peace that for me, I started to look forward to how to gain
0: that peace or how to feel uh, happy. I didn't feel happy. So you quit your job in search of doing something that gives you joy. What was that experience like? Were you afraid?
1: I for 100% were very afraid because it was uh, tapping into the unknown, but I had this divine guidance that I call intuition, that it was calling me and it was telling me there is more and you need to go out, you need to go and look forward. For me, it was at the beginning a part of uh, tapping into meditation and yoga. That was my first step into spirituality because... When you work in an agency, you are always stressed. You need to do things all the time and you need to manage different stuff. So my normal life, it was full of anxiety, full of work. And then when I discovered this yoga meditation world, it was like, oh, I have one hour in the day that I truly feel at peace or fulfilled or I don't need to go... I just felt so good that I knew that I wanted to share this with more people because in my head, my mind always, it was like, I am not good enough. I need to achieve something else. Maybe if I do this, I will feel happy. So all my life, it was like that. I need to achieve something to be happy. But the happiness, it was never on the right here and the the now. So yoga gave me that. Uh, It was not easy to... quit a job but it was like a purpose to share this because it was so beautiful like having a life full of stress and anxiety and finally having like deep sense of peace deep sense of happiness
0: and it was not coming from achieving it was coming from being i really love this because we've spoken about you being a yoga teacher and in the past i've been a yoga teacher and i resonate with the feeling of when you have your students come in and they have a class And at the end, they tell you how much that class meant to them and how it turned their day around. But you identified quite rightly, and something I resonate with, a limit to what being a yoga teacher allowed you to provide for your students.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I started to become a yoga teacher, but I was like, is this enough? Um, And I was feeling that yes, I can have and hold the space one hour for my students, but then they will go again to their lives and they will go again into the stress, the anxiety, the preoccupations of the daily life. Um, and I was like, OK, if I really want to serve people in the purpose of them becoming peaceful and happy, how can I do it in a better way, in a way that is more deep than just coming from a yoga class. Because, of course, in my case, I love the yoga class. I love how I feel after the yoga class. But that effect, it is maybe one hour, two hours, or maybe two days, one week that ends. That effect always ends. So I was like, how can I do something to serve better the the person in a transformation, in a deep transformation. And that's why I became a coach, a spiritual coach, because I was so into the answer of how the mind truly works and how the mind impacts in how we feel and how we take decisions and how we um, have our relationships and we form our life. So I was like, okay, I need to study more about the mind and I—that that is my passion right now, the subconscious mind.
0: So coming back to that uh, example of when people come to yoga class or maybe even people go shopping for retail therapy exactly. or play some sports and they have that temporary satisfaction or temporary lift of vibration, exactly. which is such a beautiful feeling. It gives you motivation and it helps you see clearly but we know that that falters very quickly and then life is how it was before. Exactly. So what is happening in the mindset and how can someone have a true deep transformation so they actually change their life and how they perceive their reality? Oh, I love this question because that is the, that is my purpose, that is my mission
1: and I was doing that Questioning myself, how can I truly make a deep uh, transformation? Because everybody can have these moments and it is perfect. It helps us so much. But what is the root? I was like, what is the root of this feeling of, oh, I am unhappy or I don't feel fulfilled? or I need to find something to help me go into another, I don't know, feeling. And that is why we decide to go to the yoga class or we decide to go to shopping because it's, oh, I'm feeling a little bit of anxiety or I'm feeling a little bit of preoccupation. Should I go to the yoga class or should I go to shopping? We want to fix that feeling. Temporarily. But it's a temporary uh, fixing, right? And going to the root, it is going how our mind is programmed, and how our mind is programmed is based on beliefs, belief systems, and that comes from our childhood. Everybody uh, grew up with this moralistic point of view of if you do the things that your parents want, you're a good girl or good boy, because in a kind of way, they are, of course, giving you education and doing the things as a parent and sacrificing so much yes but at the same time it is a way of control ourselves right so we got into this moralistic point of view and this moralistic mindset of if i am a good girl i am good enough and i will be provided of love of house of food whatever but if i am a bad girl what is going to happen that is dangerous. Yeah, That is not good. You need to be the good girl because... You need to stay in your lane. You need to stay in your lane because the other way, it will be something bad happening to you. Yeah, And this is the mindset of good things happen to good people and bad things happen to bad people.
0: Yeah. And so this is something that you helped me with and I think it would be great to use this as an example. So for quite some time, I've been talking about doing a podcast. I think from the time that I met you and Sophia. I spoke about, really wanna do a podcast. And there was something that you said to me that I dismissed straight away. You said, maybe you've developed a habit of finding comfort in the suffering of not having the thing that you want to have. When you said that, I thought, no way. I am working really hard and wanting to achieve certain things in work, in business, in life. Why would I deliberately self-sabotage? A week passed. And then I, you know, it became real, booked the the studio and I had immense anxiety and I felt like I need, something needs to happen so I can throw the towel in and not do this. And then I realized, I think that I know that you were right. I developed a comfort and maybe I would even say a neurological pathway well-defined towards suffering is good but the attainment i'm not worthy of the attainment and it also does come into as you said sometimes um our childhood and you know like my parents are immigrants and they worked really really hard and made many sacrifices and sometimes you grow up feeling that you also have to make sacrifices to achieve what you want and suffer but that's not necessarily the case is it yeah and the root that I was talking before is our mind and
1: how our mind perceives reality. And your mind always is going to protect you. So you, in a subconscious level, your conscious mind, it is not aware of your subconscious programming. It is not aware about why your subconscious mind it is giving you the steps or the action to protect yourself. So if you have the belief that to be uh, good enough, you need to work hard. Of course, if you don't work hard, if you don't do the same steps that as your parents, because that is the working hard, you are not doing that. You are not a good person. You didn't suffer
0: enough. You didn't
1: suffer enough for achievements. You will, your subconscious mind will not let you achieve in an easy way, because it will be dangerous. It will be not what you are programmed. It is only a protection mechanism. Your mind will never want to make you like being a loser or not achieving things, but it is just a protection mechanism because for your subconscious mind, your parents will love you if you do the things they told you to do and the things they told you to do, it was like, hey, work hard, suffer, and you will be
0: enough. Got you. So a client comes to you and they say, I really want to start a business. I don't know what business it is and I really want to do something with my life. And they're struggling. You're, you've helped them identify what they want to do and they're struggling. They're not able to do the work. They're not able to take the actions. As a coach, how do you dismantle that and what what is going on with that person? Why are they not able to take those steps that are clearly identified in front of them? Okay, so I feel I can talk from my own experience
1: because I started to be an entrepreneur four years ago and I didn't have any idea of what it means to be an entrepreneur. I just quit my job and I said, okay, I am a yoga teacher. I will teach yoga and make money. But then it was like, maybe I need an (laughs) strategy. Maybe I need, um, because I am a publicist, I know about advertising. Maybe I need a platform to advertise my job. And this person who wants to start a business always comes from the idea of it will be so fun to have like freedom, time freedom, money, uh, monetary freedom, but it is okay. That is a good reason. But if you want to have something sustainable in time, you need to have a purpose. You need to have a big why you are doing this. That mostly of the times goes beyond the money and goes beyond the time freedom because you need something that you are truly passionate, that you truly care about. So my job is, to, okay, if you want to start a business, why? what is your purpose? Do you know already? And many of the people is like, I'm not sure if I have a purpose. What is that? And yeah. then, then it comes the spiritual part. That is why I love to talk about spirituality and business. Because right now there is a massive spiritual awakening, but people sometimes get lost on that path. And the spirituality is the biggest part for me for starting a business. Mm -hmm. Discovering your purpose, knowing yourself so deeply, knowing Mm -hmm. who you truly are beyond the mask of society, beyond my age, beyond my race, beyond my work, beyond everything, Mm -hmm. who you are, that is something that only spirituality can give you. And the moment you tap into t- who you truly are and you discover your soul purpose and you have this intuition call, you can take actions afterwards because you have the base. When you don't have that base, I feel it, it always will be like boring or will be unfulfilled and you will feel stuck or lost. Yeah. But if you have this base like so solid, you will – Any everybody has like, a, I don't know, Moments that are not easy, but you will
0: not quit that because Mm. it's your life path. It's your life purpose. So if someone has spent a really long time chasing success, Mm -hmm. chasing, you know, this business idea or a promotion and you want to help them identify what their purpose is, what, what they're passionate about, but they have spent so long chasing that they can no longer identify who they are and what truly matters to them. Can you give us a tool that you use for people in that kind of a situation of how you can connect to your actual true nature and what is important to you?
1: Yeah, that is very beautiful because sometimes we feel stuck chasing things and sometimes our soul is protecting us, Our the universe, if you want to tap into that also. And of course, your subconscious mind is protecting you. So, you need to know what are your belief systems. you truly really need to know what do you believe to realize what is blocking you that sometimes goes a very deep level and also it is not only important to recognize what are your belief systems and because that needs a lot of questioning and going deep in how do you grew up, but you need to use tools like that help you in this spiritual part of knowing your soul so the best <laughs> tool for me and the easiest uh, that I can recommend it is go to your astral chart, mm. go to your human design, right? Or go to your, your numerology. I know that at the beginning, the conscious mind is like, What is this? Why this uh, astral chart? Yeah, or especially why? if you don't
0: believe in these yeah. kind of
1: things. I'm, but what do they do? I know that at the beginning, you can be like, oh, I don't know if this will help me. Yeah. But once you truly tap into and you receive the information. I believe everybody has like, wow, mm. I know a little bit more about me. An and eye-opening
0: I, experience. And yes, it's
1: an eye-opening experience. And you have now like a guide. When you truly know your soul in these ways, because human design, astrology is, are like a blueprint. right? And you can follow that blueprint, especially when you feel lost. right? But what does human design tell you? It tells you about how your soul, it is designed to experience life and everybody is different. Everybody is unique. So you can understand more about you and what are your strengths, what are your zone of genius probably and of course your purpose. You can discover that. It is not like you will say, oh, your purpose is this, but Mm -hmm. you will have like the guidance.
0: I really like that because um, someone may have... A skill of being great at many things, but not excelling, or maybe not as a master in one of those, which I think can be quite important. But also, it can be your human design that you're very good at managing things. Maybe you're good in a more managerial role or project management or having a vision, being a visionary. Exactly. And I think human design helps you understand that, like you said, your zone of genius. Everyone has different zones of genius. We go to school and we're tested in the same way. And we're not the same person, we have different neurodivergencies, different gifts, and um, yeah, I, I would really vouch for human de- design as well. And uh, astro charts, could you tell us yeah. a little bit about what they are?
1: Of course, so if you ever, I mean, everybody knows about the signs, and I don't know if you are Aries or you're Aquarius yes. or you're Virgo, but everybody born in a different place of the planet, of course, and that it is your blueprint, the blueprint of the stars in the sky. And that is your guidance. Like, the stars help you a lot to understand your soul. And it is basically um, very similar to human design. It helps you to understand you deeply in a deep Mm. way and give you a guidance to go. So the the stars in the sky truly are a map for you and your soul.
0: Is this... Kind of like, you know how they say, the moon impacts mm-hmm. women, it impacts our cycle, we're in sync with the moon. Exactly. Is that in a similar way, that when someone is born at a specific time, the alignment of the stars and the planets are going to impact you impact you for the course of your life in a certain way? In a certain
1: way, yes. Of course you have free will, yeah. and you will develop different decisions and
0: actions in your life, but the stars are a guidance. Beautiful. So I want to ask you a little bit about stress. Mm -hmm. So through spending time with you, (laughs) I've seen that you are always smiling. You are so gentle, so kind, so patient, and you interact with the world around you with so much grace. We've seen that with nature. You know, when we're taking pictures, you always take a moment to stop and say, Sandy, We're looking at this with our eyes. Can you believe it? Our actual eyes. Also, you know, when we order food, and I don't like the food, you don't like the food, or the chai, you know, we've had problems with the chai (laughs) here. And uh, I will immediately react how it feels to me and not even think, whereas you are so kind and so graceful that you'll say, it tastes a little bit mm, different. And that will be it and I just really admire that about you and I want to ask you, do you experience stress and how are you so peaceful? 100%
1: 100% I experienced so much <laughs> stress, anxiety, oh. even depression back wow. in the days. Uh, but that is why I'm so passionate to help others because I was not like this before. I was, I, I, didn't have the patience that I have now. It was something that I developed in the years. And now it is like, I remember when I was a child, I was always so impatient. Like, I need this now. I want this yes. now. And I, of course, was judging everything and I wanted to... Have things so fast, so easy. I'm an Aries, so I'm higher. <laughs> <laughs> and before, I was 100% different than I am right now. But everything comes with practice. And I feel that with their mindset, because before it was like, I need things to do. Time is rushing out. I need to do move, 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 move. This mm. acceleration, this pressure. And now I live my life in the moment. Before, it was always achieving things and chasing things. Or We need to do this. We need to do that. And this energy of moving forward and not yeah. being on the present moment. And that is what causes stress, anxiety, even depression and many other sickness. Um, but if you are in the present moment and you are aware, you actually are so aware of the present moment that you are like, oh, wow, I'm so grateful to be alive. Mm. And that yeah. is what gives you the door to peace, Yeah, being grateful of your present moment. And when you truly are grateful and present, you are not looking forward the future. You're just being
0: in the here and now, and that is the peace. So it sounds like you found a way to not attach your self-worth with that thing that you need to do today, your to-do list. Exactly. And your achievements and success. You found peace and worthiness with yourself as you exist. Wow. It was not easy at all. This is the,
1: the I feel this is the purpose of my life because it was very hard. I struggled so much, so many years. Even when I became a coach, especially when I became a coach, because it was like I'm, I'm truly good enough. And that was mm. since I'm a child. Like even I am the I have good grades, or I am the university with the best grades. I am truly deserving or worthy of this. And when I started my coaching practice, I was like, I'm truly worthy of receiving of this. I'm doing enough. No, I am not enough. Wow. And that not feeling good enough, it will chase you or your life if you don't change the
0: program in your mind. And that is so surprising for me to hear because through getting to know you, I know how phenomenal you are as a coach. I'm getting goosebumps now because <laughs> I know how how much you really love your clients and how much time and space you make for them. So it's hard for me to see that you had a time where you experienced unworthiness and questioned if you were good enough as a coach. And we actually see this happen with a lot of people. I feel like I've heard interviews with you know, actors, um, people who are high achievers in business, models who don't feel good enough. And someone from the outside will say, wow, that person is highly successful, but they struggle with unworthiness. Mm-hmm. So could you share... Maybe something that someone, a listener who is listening to this podcast, something that they could do to start to step into their light and feel worthy because they exist. Because if you exist, you are worthy. You are enough already. And that's something I really, really care about. And I would love for you to share how people can work on that.
1: So the work I do as a coach is changing how do you perceive your identity. Mm Mm-hmm. And many times we were thought that we are what we achieve. Like you are, the I don't know, if you have a six-figure business or seven-figure business, you are successful. Oh, yeah. And you are pursuing that. Like I want to be successful, but
0: right now I don't have that. I but am we not see that on social media a lot. Mm-hmm. We see the TikToks and the Instagram posts about make $10,000 a month At the click of a finger, it's really easy. Just send me a DM. It's so easy. So it looks like it's become so easy, apparently, to make so much money at the drop of a hat. So that can make people who are watching that feel like failures.
1: Yeah, of course. And definitely anything is possible and you can achieve many things. But sometimes it will not be easy like we are perceiving. Um, And it's okay also. Because your identity doesn't need to be attached to your, to the money you are making, to the weight do you have, or the partner you have. Like sometimes yeah. we truly believe that we will be good enough when we have the partner, when we have the mm. house, when we have the money, or the when children. we are traveling the world, whatever. Yeah. But that only makes you like a str- with the stress, with anxiety and depression because. You don't have it right now. Mm. And of course, if you don't have it, why you will be uh, happy if you don't have what you want? Yeah. It is like a child who wants an ice cream. I don't have an ice cream and I really want an ice cream. Why I don't have an ice cream? (laughs) And we are childs anyway, right? And the thing that will help people to truly heal this unworthiness it is changing how they perceive their identity. And this is the work uh, we do um, as a coach with reprogramming our subconscious mind because we are thought that we are what we achieve and we yeah. need to change that to I am what I am inside my soul like, yeah. and that is why the spiritual part is so important because if you don't tap into spirituality, you will always be identified with your body, with your achievements, with your stuffs and not with who you truly are in this deep level, soul level, energy level and changing that identity from what I I am, what I achieve to I am this beautiful light inside of me, this mm. beautiful soul. And this soul it is, doesn't need to um, achieve anything. just needs to be, and it is worthy of love. It is worthy of everything that she wants. And with that inside of you, you are free. Mm. You are free of taking decision and the stress, the anxiety, the depression. Put our body in this that is known as survival, Right and the only moment that you truly are like thriving it is when you are in the present moment and mm. you are not pursuing anything mm. because if you go to the moment you will achieve whatever you are pursuing you will you will want something extra yeah But if you already feel so fulfilled inside, you feel so much peaceful, and you have everything that you ever wanted, and now you are just doing things because of pure desire, because it's fun, because it's something that you feel called to do it, it's so different. You don't need to prove anything, and you are free to make mistakes. You are free to take longer. You are free to stop, and that is what people don't realize when they are just chasing and pursuing. It's like, oh, I am not there. I am not there. Why? Why? Why, why, something is wrong in me. And that is only something that its it, it doesn't help anything. But yeah. that is why our focus should be on
0: our programs and our the identity. Yeah. Um, so that's a really good thing that you touched on because I love affirmations. I use them on a daily basis. I have an app for it mm-hmm. and they help me so much. But what you do as a coach is you actually hold the hand of your client and help them understand so that it's not just affirmation, it's not just waking mm-hmm. up saying I'm worthy, I'm successful, I am enough. It's the work that happens behind that. Yes. And uh, and, and it's it's the neurological pathways. Again, I, this is something that I've picked up from Dr. Joe Dispenza. Exactly, and I, I really <laughs> oh he is so good. And I love the analogy that he uses that in our brains, we have neurological pathways, yes. the way the neurons kind of react with each other. Um, and if you think about it as like a desert road and you have this Jeep going over this one road and it goes over that road again and again and again, whenever it goes to a certain destination. So whenever we think about ourselves and our self-worth, we're going down that same road. And if you can imagine that road is, you can see it. You can see it from bird's eye view. You can see there's one road. That is a neurological pathway. So next time that your car, you take it onto that desert, you're going to go down the same road because that is the easiest road to yes. take. You don't want to go on off-roading because they're all bumpy and they're going to be really slow. They're going to set you back and they are very, very inconvenient. But setting a new neurological pathway, it is those bumps. It is that inconvenience. It is that habit that you have to create and really, really work towards.
1: Yeah, it is the known, It is going yeah. beyond the comfort zone. And it is not easy at all and it demands time, work, intention, Mm. but it's not impossible. Anything can be uh, rewired in our brains. That is why we love Joey Dispenza. Yes. And I discovered recently, actually six months ago, a kind of therapy that helps in this rewiring state of the subconscious mind in a way that is gentle, that is easy and can change our lives so fast. That is called rapid resolution therapy Uh, and John Connolly is the founder of this therapy that I am currently taking courses on and I am just in love because with that kind of therapy, you go into the desert and make the new path, but so easy
0: Mm. and so
1: gentle and genuine and it it, it doesn't need to have like so many blocks around. Mm. Of course, it will not be just in a click. Yes, But it will be uh, maybe easier than every day repeating affirmations for an hour or being in the mirror saying, I'm good enough, I'm good enough. Because what you truly, you'd want to change your subconscious mind, not only your conscious mind. Of course, when you talk to yourself and repeat affirmations consciously, you want to make a new path in your brain. But... It is not so effective because I feel everybody tried to say, I'm worthy, I'm worthy, but mm. you truly feel it.
0: Mm, you you truly it.
1: are programmed to feel that. No,
0: because the program, the most deep inside of you is I am not. Right. And this is something that you work with clients on with tools yes. such as rapid resolution yeah, therapy. Rapid resolution
1: therapy for me is the most effective and the most rapid uh, technique to help these pathways to change from I am not
0: good enough to I am good enough. Yeah. And I think it's really good to have to be well equipped in these situations because we do have some tools. There are some things available that we found out about online, but sometimes we're not as educated in a structured way to know how to deal with situations. Um, Recently, I was at the sauna here in Bali. We have the most incredible gyms that I've ever come across in my (laughs) life. And I was in this beautiful sauna and I had a huge window with a view of birds of paradise, plants, the pool, everything was, it looked amazing. But. But. (laughs) but. I want to (laughs) know. On the inside, I was experiencing immense anxiety. I felt like I didn't deserve to be there in that sauna and that I needed to, I always have this feeling that I need to hurry up and quickly do stop doing that thing, whatever it is, if I'm having a massage or sauna or whatever that thing is that is enjoyable for me, that it has a limit to it. I need to stop and I need to go do some work because I need to be worthy of this enjoyment that I've just had. And no one would know from the outside and it's so lonely in a way to internally be going through hell and feel alone in that in that moment what helped me is just becoming aware becoming aware that this is what I was doing and I just thought wow look where you are you do deserve to enjoy this for a moment or two or the whole day even if you want to and what helped me was to take a deep breath in and then just exhale through my mouth. Also, sometimes if no one's around, my exhale, I'll keep the mouth closed and I'll just hum like a long mm-hmm. hum. Um, so that's something that has definitely helped me with anxiety. Is there is there anything that you could share that in the moment can help Our with Our breath is the best
1: tool ever. We are so, I mean, from the moment we get, we born, we are breathing, right? Mm-hmm. So breath it is always available. It is the best tool ever also for gaining awareness to go beyond these feelings of anxiety. But I believe that we need to be well equipped in tools and doing these breadwork techniques, humming, it is so good. Tapping also is very good. EFT tapping that is called emotional freedom technique. Everything that it is okay, I am in my body, I am not in my mind, mm. thinking everything, for example, no, I'm not worthy, I need to do it, I need to achieve what, what I'm doing here. Like so many thoughts in your head, you are not in your body. So yeah. tap into your body. Like for example, you were after doing a uh, sauna, the ice but also is very healing and very powerful because it helps your automatic nervous system to go into parasympathic.
0: Oof, it's very cold though, isn't it? Yeah,
1: but. It is about the regulation of your nervous system that will help you to be in your body, be present, and go out of these stress anxiety thoughts. Mm-hmm. But again, this is momentary mm-hmm. and this is the tool you will use in the moment this activated. But if you truly want to change the pattern, you need to do the subconscious work, right. the subconscious reprogramming. The subconscious reprogramming is the the best technique to for you to develop then the next time. I am so happy to be here and no other thought can come. Because you don't need to have a thought that is calling you like you're not worthy or you're not enough or you need to do another step to for being there. It will be just I am here and now and I love it. I love that. And, you, and that is the subconscious reprogramming I recommend for everybody because I did five years of yoga, five years of meditation. And the I am not good enough was still there till I discovered this therapy. Mm. And it changed it because everything I did with all the other healing methodologies, it was only for the moment. And Maybe I gained awareness and consciously I know that I'm good enough, but why I don't feel it deep inside of me. Mm. And if you truly want to change what you feel deep inside of you, that only can be achieved with the subconscious reprogramming because the root of that feeling is your mind mm. and it is the
0: program inside your mind. And and is this, the, the subconscious reprogramming, the neurological pathways, would you say that this is a scientific approach?
1: It is, but it is also connected with the spirituality. So they go hand in hand? They go hand in hand. I am in love with science. I love Judy Spencer. I love Dr. John Connelly, who is the founder of Rapid Resolution Therapy. And they always talk about this divine energy. Mm. I am I, studying with both of them and they are scientists. They yes. prove many things, but they always talk about the divine energy yes. and something that is beyond our aware, conscious awareness. And when we tap into that energy, that divine energy, that mystic, The miracles happen, the healing happen, the transformation happens. So it always goes hand by hand. It is not separated. The most powerful techniques to change our lives are scientific approach and a spiritual
0: approach. So if someone wants a coach to help them on this, this journey, how do they know what kind of coach they need? Because there are so many coaches, life coach, spiritual coach, how do they identify which coach they need and yeah, any any tips and advice for someone to find the right one? Of course I do feel that right now there is like a huge
1: like boom of everybody wants to be a life coach because yeah. you can see it, okay you can live in paradise you can work from your laptop and you can make money just helping people But they make
0: it sound so easy it make it online. so easy
1: I'm a coach already four years and I can tell you guys that it's not easy <laughs> and don't expect to be easy because sometimes we are programmed to believe it is easy it is your path but sometimes your purpose it will not be easy like you never have a problem, or you never have something that you need to go beyond that, because it will come. It is not easy. You you will learn so many things. I'm working with people. It is working with their traumas, with their childhood, with their failures, and it is very important for you if you want to uh, work with a coach to know why they are doing this. Mm. Of course, no, I don't know if um, you you go on social media and read. This is my why. You, if you find a coach who is telling you, this is the why I do my work, that is a green flag. It is amazing to know their story, to know what is the transformation the coach developed already.
0: What is a red flag?
1: Um, okay, the red flag of a coach it is, you don't know, they don't have a transformational path that is aligned with you. That means that probably um, you don't know why, they started. You don't know how they changed their lives because you need to know what was the point A and what was the point B or C or D of your coach. If you don't know where they started and why they are doing it, how you will truly know that they will understand you and then they are qualified to help you. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we love, uh, I don't know, the motivation and the reels and the information a coach can give us, but it is important to know the time they are serving, the experience as a coach, and the, the transformational path they need to have to be there. Because that is the only way they truly can get you and understand you and um, hold the space
0: for you. What is a mantra or an affirmation that you live by?
1: Okay, so I repeat, I don't know, maybe since I am a child, Anything is Possible. That is the name of my brand in Spanish because I do coach in Spanish, Todo es Posible.
0: Mm, and I anything live is by possible. that,
1: Anything is Possible. But I also live by all of life comes to me with ease, joy and glory. And that is the Access Consciousness Mantra that is also an amazing tool that I discovered one year ago. And it is tapping into the magic. Mm -hmm. And I really like that. Um, Spirituality, it is amazing. Um, Talking with the universe, asking questions to the universe, it is something that I develop. And I love it because I go beyond my mind. Sometimes we truly want to control everything the mind loves to control, and the magic is going beyond your mind and just now stepping to the unknown with this sense of I am deeply connected with
0: something bigger than me, and anything can happen. And I also love that one that you do, uh, that you say a lot, which is, Universe, show me how it can get better. Can it get better than this? I love that. I remember, one of the most epic times when we were sitting in that restaurant in Uluwatu and um, I was experiencing some imposter syndrome mm-hmm. and you and Sophia, like sisters supported me, guided me, made me feel heard and seen, helped me understand, for example, that I wanted to do this podcast. Yeah, that and was beautiful. I mean, it was an
1: honor to help you with that.
0: <laughs> Thank you, honestly. Um, that meant the world to me, and it still makes me emotional thinking about it. How I felt that anxiety leave my body as people that care about me held me.
1: Yes, community is so important. Yeah, I feel I didn't mention it before, but community is one of the most important parts.
0: Yeah. As your affirmation goes, universe, show me how it can get any better. Two minutes later, maybe one minute, we turn around and Jay Shetty. And his wife, Radhi, are sitting right there in the same restaurant. And we are big fans. (laughs) Big fans. All three of us are huge fans, by the way. Jay Shetty and Radhi, we love you. We We love your podcast.
1: On purpose. And if
0: Yeah, on purpose. And if anyone, for some reason, does not know who they are, uh, well, Jay Shetty is one of the top podcasters in the entire world. So that was a huge sign for me and for you two both. You also... Like, it just lit you up. It was some. It was a divine guidance and a sign for you both in, on your path as well. And it was so incredible to share that moment together. And I really do love that mantra. Show me, universe. How can it get better?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I learned that question from Access Consciousness mm. that is sometimes when things are going wrong, we are like, oh, my God, how this can get better now, right? Yeah. That is the normal and the programming. That or can it, it get is, any worse? Yes, can, Exactly. And you can start changing, like, how you need just to ask, this can be better? Like, how Mm. does it get any better than this? Mm. That open possibilities. That open the doors for the magic to show you what else is possible behind your mind. Another of my questions, of my tools, it is, what else is possible? Mm. It is just opening the door to go beyond your mind and your control and see how the universe it's always given to you. Like for example, we were asking, like, show me how the, does it get any better than this, and Gen Sherry was there. Oof. Like, yeah, that was so cool, so amazing. So it gives, it opened the door for magic. We are spiritual beings, we are energy, and magic is always working around us. But we need to open that door we do going beyond our
0: minds. My door is wide open for Bad Bunny. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's yeah. going to happen. Show me the universe, how it can get better. <laughs> um, so I want to round off with two questions. Perfect. So on my Instagram, I asked um, my the people on my Instagram profile if there was any questions anything that people are struggling with and anything that they would like help with so I'm going to go for two questions with you so the first one is at times I feel tired with all the responsibilities I am fulfilling since I was 22 in brackets I lost my dad so yeah this person I I think they lost their dad obviously when they were very young and they are taking on the responsibilities of income life family and uh, they feel tired with it what advice could you give give them
1: Honor that. Mm. Honor that because it was not easy at all. I also experienced that and if you have so much pressure inside of you, like you feel so tired every day and honoring that you are doing so much, recognizing yourself because I feel 98% of the people around us are struggling to recognize everything they are going through. And I was also like achieving things, doing things and never stopped to say like, wow, recognize everything that you are doing it. Yeah, you're doing it great. So Mm. you need to have a ritual, something in your day to ground you and recognize everything that you are doing till now. Mm. Because I feel if you go, go, go with all the responsibilities and you never take a time to stop and do something you truly enjoy, can be just taking a walk, can be um, having a bath or a long shower, can be having this half hour or forty-five minutes for a workout, but having something that is sacred for you mm. to stop, to recognize and to tap into the feelings of I'm grateful for my life. Mm. And I know that it will be better tomorrow, but now it's enough. Repeating yes. that like right now, I have everything I need right now. Like yes. if you just feel in tap into the present moment You don't need to achieve nothing right here and right now. And the moment you do that, your body starts to feel like, okay, I can relax. Mm -hmm. Relaxation is so important because if you live in stress, in anxiety, in survival, you don't have energy. Okay. So that is why people are so tired at the end of the day because their body was under stress and it's so (laughs) normal that you feel without energy. So tap into the relaxation and in just focusing on the present moment will allow you to truly relax because if you tap into tomorrow and what you need to achieve tomorrow, of course your body will be like, oh no, I can't sleep. Mm-hmm. I know I cannot do anything else. Oof, but yeah. if you just tap into right here and right now, you can relax. You can take your nap. You can take your shower. You can take your walk. You can just watch the stars like do something to ground yourself in the present moment, relax your body, your autonomic system, your autonomic nervous system will allow you to heal, Mm. will allow you to repair your energy, your cells, and you will feel different. And of course, tapping into that and doing something for your body for your mind and for your soul. That is the best recommendation I can give to everybody. So
0: developing small and regular habits. It's small, exactly. Yeah, small habits and not trying to take on the world and be like, okay, I'm going to join the gym now and I'll be going every day for one hour to combat my stress and I will yeah. be stressed out about going to the gym yes. for <laughs> one hour when I don't achieve it. Yeah, Sometimes
1: you just need 10 minutes and it's enough.
0: It's enough, yeah.
1: And sometimes you don't need to meditate an hour. You just need to close your eyes and say, I'm in my body. I'm so thankful for my body. And that is enough. I believe that also in the healing community, there is too much pressure doing your yoga every day, doing your green juice every day, (laughs) doing your workout every day, doing your journaling every day that people feel like, oh, oh my God, how can I do this? I recommend to all my clients start with some little step every day can be just taking your glass of water in the morning. That's enough. Yeah,
0: just mindfully drinking a glass of water. So we have another question working hard to buy your life back versus accepting life as it is and enjoying the journey. So I, so this seems like finding the balance basically between working really hard in the present because you want that freedom later on and actually enjoying the moment because tomorrow is not promised.
1: Tomorrow is never promised and life can go within a second. Um, I feel the best teacher for me, it was my mom uh, passing I enter into this space, Okay, what I'm going to do with my life, if I know that maybe tomorrow I can die, I was doing what I really wanted to do. So I feel we need to gain the awareness of enjoying the here and now, taking steps that will help you to feel fulfilled in the everyday. So choosing one practice that you truly enjoy, it is part of finding the balance, because everybody will work for something in the future and it is okay, it is not bad but I feel you need to put more intention and attention in your present moment to find this balance and the only way to find this balance is to know that it will be in the right moment, in the right time and it will be divine when you achieve whatever you want but if you are always thinking when I'm going to be in this place that I want to be you will suffer so much so the The balance is put your intention, you know where you want to go, you are going there every day, but just realize and be very mindful that you can't control the final moment, exact the moment you will achieve it. So do it every day without this pressure of, I don't know, I need to gain 10 pounds for tomorrow. Like Mm. being just mindful of if every day I do my meals and I enjoy my meal and I go for my workout, everything will change eventually. Yeah. So remember that... For me, this was life-changing because, of course, I was like, okay, I need to put uh, goals for my business and I need to achieve it. And sometimes it was maybe a goal too too much for me and I didn't achieve it. Oh, no, I am not going in the right direction. So feeling
0: failure as I'm a feeling result. feeling as a
1: failure. But if you just go to, okay, how can I enjoy every day? How can I serve my clients with so much love, with so much passion? You are doing your part right here and right now and you – inevitable are working towards your future so being very grounded in enjoying your right here and now having the intention of where you want to go but knowing that you your success is inevitable Mm. that you don't have a pressure of achieving nothing right here right now and just doing the things you know it is taking you on the right direction it helps you so much
0: elena i feel like i could listen to you talk all day (laughs) And even during this whole time, just being in your presence makes me feel so peaceful. Thank you. You have that energy about you. But we're going to round off now. And I have to ask you, what's your favorite book? And what is a lesson from there that you have taken on in your life?
1: Okay, correct me, please, if I am wrong, but I love The Untethered Soul from Michael yes. A. Singer.
0: Untethered Soul.
1: Untethered Soul. Mm-hmm. Um, that book was wow for me for understanding my mind and understanding who, I, who truly I am, like tapping into the soul, understanding the, the soul, it is so important because when someone talks about the soul, maybe you don't, you don't truly understand, but it is part of being very aware every day. So the biggest lesson of this book, it was like, I am not the voices in my mind. I am the light inside of me and no, no, nothing, nothing, nothing can change and can destroy my energy, my inner light, because nothing can destroy energy. And that inner light will be always inside of me and my mind can talk a lot, but mm. that that is not who I, who am I? The only thing that defines me, it is my soul. So I recommend that book for everyone. I remember that I saw you with this book and I was like, oh my God, that is my favorite
0: book. <laughs> yeah, I've just started reading it and you've given me the motivation to really sit down and finish this book. I am at the beginning, but already I'm saying, wow, and I'm underlining basically every line. So... um Thank you. That was truly, truly powerful. Thank you for the book recommendation, your time, your pearls of wisdom.
1: Thank you so much for the invitation. It is a deeply honor for me and I really hope to be a contribution for everybody listening.
0: Absolutely. I am going to miss you so much. I'm leaving Bali soon and uh, I just want to say I love you. I appreciate you. And I cannot wait to see you again. And this time we'll find a chai that we actually like. (laughs) Or I'll make it. Oh my God, I love you
1: too. I'm so glad that we are here together. Thank Thank you so much.